0: You are listening to the University of Wisconsin-Madison's Mortgage Center for Public Service podcast, a podcast dedicated to connecting community, campus, and student voices that foster, shape, and cultivate a thriving democratic society. Welcome, everyone. My name is Lane Bodemiller, and I'm a co-lead intern of the Badgers Vote team at the Mortgage Center. I'm also a democracy fellow with Campus Vote Project. In this episode of Gridge Fridge, we'll be chatting with some members of the Badger's Vote Coalition and reflecting on the April 4th election. First, I just wanted to start off by explaining Badger's Vote. Badger's Vote is a campus-wide initiative that strives to provide University of Wisconsin-Madison students with everything they need to know in order to participate in their elections. Within Badger's Vote, you have a team of interns and the Badger's Vote Coalition. The Badgers Vote Coalition involves many groups and departments across campus, across the city, even across the United States. Some key Badgers Vote Coalition members include groups like University Communications, Associated Students of Madison, the City Clerk's Office, League of Women Voters, Campus Vote Projects, and many more organizations. Today we'll be joined by Carr. Carr. Jote is my fellow co-lead intern of the Badgers Vote team and an intern with the League of Women Voters. We also have Kaylee Bell, a Badgers Vote intern and Democracy Fellow with Campus Vote Project. And finally, we have Sarah Nels, the ASM Vote Coordinator. First, let's talk about what everyone's experiences with Badgers Vote and civic engagement at UW-Madison. What does your work look like?
1: Uh, Yeah, so as the um, Associated Students of Madison or ASM Vote Coordinator, um, my job is really to be a touchpoint for students on campus um, who want to vote, want more information about voting, or just want to know more about civic engagement in general. Um, Also, along with like the Badgers Vote Coalition, I work to put on events um, as part of my like collaboration role across campus. Um, So I also collaborate with like a few other institutions here on campus, like we did an event um, with the CCE, some stuff with housing. Um, So really just working across campus to make sure that students are seeing voting and are able to civically participate um, throughout every step of their day and throughout different points in their um, time here at UW-Madison. And then the last part of my role is advocacy um, for things that would make it easier for students to vote. So basically just working on projects and um, listening to issues or concerns that students have about voting and trying to alleviate those across campus.
0: Does anybody wanna share their work about Badger's Vote?
1: Yeah, i am a joke. take it. it away.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, so I'm Amon Jot. I am the League of Women Voters intern for the Badgers Vote team, as well as one of the two leads on the team. And most of my work with the League is, the League of Women Voters is a wonderful nonpartisan group that does a lot of voting related work on campus. They are like champions with voter registration, registered like, I think, thousands of student voters on campus for the midterm election. And most of the work that they have me do through them is just running, I run an intern project with them where I just focus on an aspect of voting that I want to improve on campus and loosely try and create programs that'll work for that. So one of the things that I try to focus on is targeted outreach and DEI. That's been my project throughout the year for the most part. And so I've just been creating a lot of like um, informationals, like things that I can give to different student organizations, making better partnerships with student organizations that are not like explicitly civically and related and making sure that they also let their students know about voting. Um, My other part of my role is as one of the lead interns and that's mostly just working with the team to make sure that our projects are going effectively and helping manage some of the larger projects like some of the debates and forums that we did this year that you'll probably hear more about later and also um, just anything larger that we would probably want to share with the university coalition.
3: Hey. Hi, I'm Kaylee. I'm another one of the Badgers Vote interns, and I also work with CVP, which is um, the Campus Vote Project, which is a national organization um, that is in a variety of college campuses, both universities, community colleges, technical colleges, we're everywhere um, across the US, and we try to promote general civic engagement. A lot of emphasis on voting, but we do other projects as well. Um, leading up to this election, CVP had a forum um, on the Supreme Court race. Um, and we do all kinds of election law trainings and trying to make sure that we're becoming informed of what the laws are and how we can advocate for students and reduce barriers that may make it more difficult for them to vote. Um, additionally, as a part of the Badgers Vote Coalition, I'm really passionate about education. So I talked to a lot of students on campus um, and I tried to help Make them aware of you know what they need to vote like um, for example our UW Madison uh, normal student IDs isn't voter compliant um, so it's a lot of a lot of time advocating for that and I know the other Badgers Vote members have done that as well since that is something that we encounter a lot we get a lot of questions on that um, I also leading up to um, the spring election here got more involved on the city clerk's side so. I served as an election official in the um, the midterm in November, and then for the spring primary, I was also an election official. And then after that, I um, was offered to do baseline training um, to train to become a chief inspector. So for the spring election here on um, April 4th, I served as a chief inspector in training. So. I was essentially shadowing um, and working alongside someone who had also completed um, baseline training. Um, and yeah, so just kind of getting experience on the ground for the next election, I'm still deciding whether I will um, work with an, one other CI again, or if I'll, you know, take the reins on my own. And may um, I
0: add, she is the youngest chief inspector in the city of Madison, yeah. um, or has become that. So that's super yeah. exciting.
3: Yeah. yeah so. There have been other, so I'm 18, so there have been other 18-year-olds before, but currently, yes, I am the. I believe I'm the youngest um, in the city of Madison. Um, the city of Madison does a really great job trying to get students involved to serve as election officials, um, including high school students. You can actually start serving as an election official at the age of 18, I mean at the age of 16, excuse me, although your role look, may look a little bit differently, different Um So yeah, I worked a lot with the city clerk's office, worked a lot um, trying to promote education on the UW-Madison community, talked to a lot of um, other groups that try to promote civic engagement. I know uh, leading up to, you know, in the fall, we're trying to build the student coalition and trying to get all the different civic engagement organizations on campus kind of on the same page, making sure that um, everyone has the resources they need, they're informed in order to effectively promote civic engagement on our campus.
0: Yeah, I feel like we covered really uh, honestly a lot. And one of the beauties of Badgers Vote, and I know I've enjoyed my time, this aspect of my time here, is that it's very intern-driven. I feel like we have a lot of freedom to do what we see is necessary and what we see um, will be effective. And um, then I also wanted to add, like the election officials, an aspect of it too. At least, I mean, I guess it's separate from Badgers Vote, but I know I enjoy that, and I enjoy having a student perspective, especially on on campus polling locations. And you know. We're very lucky to have on- on-campus polling locations and I think having students that know student experiences is super powerful, so that's very exciting, Kaylee. Okay, so now let's transition to talk a little bit about the election. What was everyone's election evaluations of the election?
2: How did it go? I think it went really well. I was amazed by the turnout, both at the primary and the general. Um, and I also think that Uh, we as a team did a pretty good job at preparing for the election and I think the coalition in general did a decent job at making sure students were aware I also definitely don't think it was just the coalition that made students aware but like I think that we did a really good job at at least informing people of what to do with this knowledge and how to actually go and get their vote casted. I know that I served as an election official for the midterm and for the spring general. I didn't for the primary. I had an exam. But, um, <laughs> uh, but on the general, one of the things I noticed that was a little bit different from the midterm was that um, a lot of people were registered now and a lot of people were more aware of the steps than they had been during the midterm. That being said, I also noticed that like um, we still saw a lot of students that don't know a lot about like voter IDs and other places that I think we could improve education. But I'm happy to say that both elections, I did like not have to turn away anyone from voting. And that was my main goal as an election official was that every person who comes to me is going to cast their ballot. And so I was ha- I'm i happy to say that both elections, that was the case, even though I would say it was probably more difficult in the spring because I served in Lowell instead of Deja and There were more people there that don't have access to the university voter ID. So helping them navigate that was more challenging than in Dejope. But otherwise, we still got everyone to vote, which makes me very happy.
0: Yeah, and I, um, I I think one of the aspects that was very interesting compared to the midterm is now some people have moved since the midterm. but Most people, if they registered and voted in the midterm, are already registered and know what they had for their student ID. And I feel like our aspect or our... Um, intentions were a little bit different with this round of elections because it was more educating about you know these more local elections because you know people now know how to vote they know what they need to do but they don't necessarily know what they're voting for or what those positions even mean and so I think that definitely informed part of our approach um and I think I mean I like to think it was effective I thought we had great turnout yeah I thought it was in terms of turnout it was really great
1: it was really actually like historic um in terms of a spring election um And another thing that I noticed about this election in particular, I saw a lot of enthusiasm from students. And I saw students being excited to cast their vote. Um, I think that did lead to a lot of learning and I felt like students, um, like Amonjo was saying, uh, were coming more prepared this time. I felt like students were reminding their friends to come with them, bringing people to the polls. Um, so I just felt like there was a real sense of enthusiasm and like collective engagement and excitement about this election, which made me really happy to see. Um, and I feel like that also you know, helped us in terms of turnout. And um, so if you're a student voter, I just want to take an opportunity to thank you, remind your friends who voted, thank them, because um, be, the turnout would not be as high if students did not show up like that. So that enthusiasm is really important.
3: Yeah, so I was in Ward 58 um, for the the sp- spring elections here for both the, the primary and the actual um, uh, election on April 4th, and I had a little bit of a different experience in that um, I was, well, when you work in, in the dorms or like you're in a polling place in the dorms, it's a totally different ball game than a lot of people who work in off-campus wards, um, especially since students in general move a lot like you had said and although a lot of students you know were in the same place that they were in November and they were previously registered. Something that I encountered that I was not anticipating was that we had quite a few students who are actually registering for the first time in our ward because they had just turned 18 recently. So there was actually someone whose 18th birthday was the day before the election. So it was very exciting. So we did actually have a lot of first time voters in our ward and I think that uh, maybe there's a little bit of uh, demographic differences. Um, So War 58 encompasses Og Residence Hall, Smith, Merritt, and then some private residences that are predominantly occupied by students as well. Um, so yeah, we had a total of 1,157 votes cast in our ward, um, and that included um, absentee ballots. So we processed just under 200 absentee ballots, um, both ones that were like genuine absentee ballots that were sent in versus um, i like IPAVs, so not that the other absentee Yeah, yeah, so um, Our turnout for both the the, on election day on April 4th was incredible, but also for early voting, um, which, yeah, like Lane was just saying, is um, also referred to as IPAV. And in the state of Wisconsin, it's really interesting because um, all the votes that are cast during um, or that are yeah, cast during early voting aren't actually counted until election day. So they're essentially processed the same way as a typical absentee ballot. So um, yeah, but we had record breaking turnout for both Mm. on election day and early voting. So it was really great that students were taking advantage of the opportunity to vote Early, because you know, we have a, uh, students. We have a lot of things going on. You know, maybe you have an exam. Maybe you have work. Maybe you have this or that. So I think um, the fact that we have that opportunity to cast your vote early and do what works for you is really helpful. Um, I will say um, there's sometimes a little bit a confu- little bit of confusion when someone had previously. Um, voted on during early voting, so they may have voted at, uh, for example, Union South Memorial Union, and the on. But for the next election, they're trying to vote on election day, on their assigned polling place. So if any, for anyone that has any questions about that, feel free to reach out. But for clarification, um, for early voting, you there isn't necessarily a designated voter, voting spot, so you can go to either of the unions if you're a UW Madison student. You know, you're living here on campus, or anyone. Yeah. So. Um, I say that because we especially focus on the students. But yeah, anyone who's eligible to com- to vote can vote at any early voting site. Um, however, on election day, you have an assigned polling place. If you're not sure of what your assigned polling place is, you can look on the MyVote um, My Wisconsin website. Um, but yeah, so there's a little bit of clarification that someone may, someone would be like, well, last time I voted at like Union South, and they might be like, oh, wait, am I registered in the right place? And so yeah, so just trying to bring awareness to that um yeah we we had a surprising amount of registrations in our in our ward we had over 200 um, registrations um but you know and that wasn't the case for all of the wards. so I but I you know and yeah so I, I think it was really really amazing that so many students were turning out to vote um And, yeah, so I I was really happy with the turnout. Yeah. And I want to give a
0: little bit of context for people that are listening. Kaylee has her slip that's, like, printed from the tabulator with the records of, like, all the votes that were cast. Or not all the votes that were cast, like, the turnout and all sorts of stuff like that. So that is awesome. I love it. I wish I would stolen LOLs. No, it's, (laughs) I love, that's why, I I mean, how cool is that? I always thought that was so cool, like, when I first, like, election officialed in the fall. Like, hearing them read the vote counts, like, that's so powerful. And I really advocate for students to become election officials. You get paid for it which is awesome and you can
3: miss class for it and get paid for it so why would you not do
0: it um
3: but yeah can i say something to say something to that so it was actually really really fun because i was the one that got to read um like announce the results at the end of the night um and in case anyone is curious about that process it's actually open um anyone can like any observer can go and watch them read the results um and so like this copy that i have here is referred to as an observer copy um because you know anyone that goes can is like legally entitled that they can request a copy. Granted it takes a little while to print, so you have to be a little patient. But um yeah so if anyone would be interested in that, that's something you can go as well. You can go to a polling place. Um the polls close at eight, but if you know there may be still voters in line, they still have to um like look through things and you know, so it usually is it isn't gonna be right at right at eight o'clock, but um if you know if you're interested in hearing the results right there, it's really interesting. Um so yeah you get there's like a version that like prints off and then there's also it's also electronically sent to the city clerk's office so it's really amazing because there's so many like I would say checks checks on everything like there's always a paper trail in addition to everything electronic so they can always go back and make sure that um everything was done properly it's just Mary Beth at City Clerk's office does a fantastic job making sure that um, our poll workers are educated and that um, we're making sure there are no, no uh, mistakes and yeah, it just it's very thorough. Okay, so kind of swinging back to what we were talking about earlier, you know,
0: students really turned out to this election. Do you guys feel like there was something in this election that motivated students differently than other elections?
1: Um, Yeah, I would say in terms of things that um, we heard from students, or at least what I was hearing from students, um, a lot of issues, um, housing, uh, transportation, specifically for like a lot of the more local elections, um, abortion, the makeup of like a lot of students were learning for the first time what our state's Supreme Court can do. Um, and since um, you know there have been a lot of changes in the state, uh, specifically regarding maybe things like abortion or redistricting lately, um, a lot of students felt that those issues were important um, and I think felt that they were at play in this election. So I think that definitely um, was something that motivated students. Um, and I think also the fact that um, we had some student candidates running might have motivated a few students too because they felt that um, it was their peers so maybe they just took more interest in it um, and started to really learn what those positions were and you know what their peers were trying to do. Um, and I think that definitely helped uh, increase engagement for a lot of students and awareness on campus.
2: Yeah, um, I mean it would be remiss not to mention how much the Wisconsin Supreme Court election impacted student. Interests in this election. It, it In general, it's a ve- it was a very large election. It was dubbed by many news magazines to be the largest election of 2023, and it is also the lo- most funded Supreme Court election that has ever existed in U.S. history. So it was a very large election, and a lot of people were very passionate about the results of it um, or, like, impacting the results of it and there were a lot of issues that fell into that but I don't think that that doesn't mean that local elections didn't also have an impact. I mean, I, I've had plenty of conversations with people who, are, who were very interested in the local elections because the issues that we're going to be impacted by those people We're going to hit them a lot more like especially housing but also i know i've heard a lot of people talking about public transportation and their opinions on what public transportation should look like in the city so i think that made a really big impact and i know for a fact that like um students running made a big impact too we had five uw madison students that ran um like district eight was all uw madison students for example and um I think that knowing that people who go to your university are running makes you more interested in paying attention because you think they'll probably know more about issues that would impact you directly and people always seem to enjoy that. Plus, I think it's just like really exciting when you hear that a student from your university is running or has won. It's just great to see young people getting involved in civic engagement in whatever way they can.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to add um, kind of one of my experiences about, like, motivating people about local elections. Because the way that I explain it to people is, you know, if you're a student here, you're most likely going to live in Madison for at least four years. And that means that things like housing and zoning and transportation, those all impact you. And, like, the rent and, like, things that you pay, you directly pay into the city of Madison and that directly these people in office directly impact what you do, but one example that always never failed to motivate college students was me telling them that older people are responsible for awarding liquor licenses to bars. (laughs) I had never seen a room, I went and spoke at a um, fraternity uh, chapter meeting, and I had never seen a room of people's their eyes all lit up when I was like, yeah, you should vote for older person because they award liquor licenses and to say and they determine which places can sell liquor and which cannot. And I said, I was like, if you're a college student like me, you probably care about where you can drink at. And you <laughs> know what? If that is what it takes to get civic engagement, I'm glad for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think definitely the Supreme Court race turned out a ton of people. Um, I guess maybe we can expand a little bit what are some ways that you guys went and like interacted with students um, specifically with local elections or just in general like any events
2: that you want to highlight. Um, for I think part of it was making sure that they just know what the seats are I know that our social media and a lot of like the flyers and things we were handing out were literally just descriptions of what a mayor is or what an older person is because that base information is something that sometimes can be taken for granted not everyone knows what a mayor or an older person is or even if they do know they only know vaguely they don't know what that position would actually mean or what their their terms are what that looks like here at Madison so providing that's specific information I think is part of what we did to make sure students were aware. Um, I think the other part that's more exciting though is the forums that we did. Um, the candidate forums and the mayoral forums which I, I must add ASM and CANNA were such a big, uh, CANNA is um, Campus Area Neighborhood Association. Um, the three of our organizations together plus SHIP vote for the mayoral um, put together two candidate forums and a mayoral forum in the month of March and one in February as well. And um, I thought that that was amazing. I really enjoyed those events. I thought that they were super informative, even though, even if there weren't a lot of people that showed up the day of the forums, we did also like record them and put them on YouTube. And I know a lot of people, like a lot of students, asked me for the YouTube videos. So I know that students did use those forums to inform their decisions or to learn more about the election, which I thought was just really amazing. I don't know. I'm very excited about that. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, going off of that,
1: I think that the forums um, like really brought home a lot of these issues for students and made students feel included in the process. Um, we had like an open question time for students to go ask questions to an open mic to the candidates. Um, I think it was also like a good opportunity, like Amanjo Joe was saying, for students to learn about like what these positions are and how they impact your day to day. And I think that. One of the things that was really special about the forums, in particular, was well not only the partnership that we had with ASM Badgers Vote and Cano, which just blended so well, um, but just the fact that students were able to like really engage in something that was tangibly there for them and something that they could where they could go and they could ask questions and learn and understand the issues in an environment that was on campus and was made or like tailored really for students because that was our goal with the forums. Um, like Amanjet was saying, I think uh, even if students didn't attend in person, being able to uh, you know read about it the next day in like one of the school or like local newspapers, um, or like just kind of see it happening and then go to like check out the video or like you know ask people who were there, I got a lot of questions about certain issues and what the responses were, and I always directed folks back to the YouTube videos. Um, so I think like that really helps having those resources there for students. Um, one of the other things that ASM did um, was, well, we did a few different unique things uh, for this election, but one of the things that I really liked um, was we had an event with the Center for Cultural Engagement at um, witty So that was geared specifically towards freshmen who are more likely to be first-time voters. Um, so we had like a printed out ballot that students could see, um, you know, that was like, if you were voting, as if you were voting from witty So students could know exactly what their ballot was gonna look like. Um, you know, we had uh, we, they had insomnia cookies for students to like stop by, kind of lured people in. Um, and then we helped them make a plan for the election. So that was just like a really unique event. It was really fun. Um, it was really nice to talk to some first-time voters and understand like either why they were excited to vote or make a plan with them or, you know, talk about why it might be important for them to vote. Uh, and I just thought that was like a really unique and fun environment to be in and something that, you know really was impactful to a lot of our first year students here on campus.
3: Yeah, I think um, like we've been talking about like the candidate forums and a lot of these outreach events have been really, really important as well as um, like like she was, like Amangot was saying, like our social media, um, Campaign. Well, I don't know if it's a campaigns, but our social media educational posts um, are a really big resource for students, especially since that is so accessible to you know most most students have um, a device and they have like Instagram or um, or different social media platforms where these resources can be shared. Um, something else. I don't. know, if, I wouldn't call it an event. I will call it a resource, but uh, something that Badgers vote and. Um, the Mortgage Center do that is also really important for students is that we have um, those voter ID print stations um, on elec- on election day and at early voting. So um, since our UW-Madison voter ID is not voter-compliant, students can at no cost to them print out a voter-compliant um, ID from the university. Um, they can also get it at uh, you know Union South and get a hard copy, but having it available there on like right at the polling place uh, makes things I think a lot easier for students. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, like, the uh, we had the forums that you were all referencing, and then, yeah, like, um, CVP had their forum, which was actually located in Milwaukee, but it was also um, available virtually, and I just think there were a tons of events and ways for students to get involved, and I think that just the mobility that we saw in the student population and in our community and just in the state as a whole was absolutely fantastic, and I don't think that... We would have been able to attain it without all of the not only the, the work of the badges vote team and asm and canna um, and other student orgs and groups on on campus and in our state but yeah we couldn't have done it without without you without the voters so um it, it was just really inspiring to see
0: yeah I, no, I, I was gonna say something to the same extent. One thing that I love about Badgers Vote is seeing that it's not just students. Like we do so many events in the university and in witty but also seeing like one of our forums was hosted by like Hillel and seeing the community come together for this cause. And you know we collaborate with the city clerk's office and take all of these resources from all across the, like, the city, like the state, like you said, um, or with Campus Vote Project, even across the United States. and. Just seeing like community and people who care about this issue come together is really powerful. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to swing back um, to kind of a topic that Sarah was talking about earlier with having newer voters and witty. Do you guys have any advice for new voters? And do you have anything to tell them if they want to get engaged or involved with Badger's Vote or just civic engagement? Um, my, my main
1: piece of advice, if you're a first time new voter, um, or honestly, this goes pretty generally for anybody is don't be afraid to ask questions. I know it seems daunting and it kind of feels like maybe everybody knows what they're doing. Um, they don't. They don't. I can promise they don't. don't. (laughs) Trust me. The amount of times I have to like check myself on information or like double check things is astronomical. So you're not alone. Um, ask questions like when you're, you know, just like... If you're thinking about voting, just ask a question. You can reach out to Badger's vote or you can reach out to ASM. We're great resources. or like literally at the polling place, you can ask questions to the people like working at the location you're at. I saw students doing that. and I think it actually helped a lot of other students who might have been in the area because they probably had the same question but just didn't go up and ask. So definitely feel free to ask questions. You know, there are there are no there are no dumb questions. It's really difficult to, vote sometimes and things can be confusing so making sure that you're prepared and that you understand everything is a top priority and i would just say go for it and ask questions people probably have the same question as you if you're afraid to ask
3: (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent. I totally agree. Do not be afraid to, to ask questions. Um, if you want to see, you know, all the work that ASM and Badgers Vote and all of our partner organizations are doing, follow us on social media. We we share our, our events and our informational graphics and everything. So that's a really good resource for students. At Badgers Vote is our handle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> selfless social media plug. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like we mentioned before, students can serve um, apply on the City of Madison's website to serve as election officials. Um, if you're someone that's in employed by the university. You can sign up to uh, work at the voter ID print stations. Um, You can, you know, even just sharing our posts on social media is a great way to spread these, spread the word, spread this information. Um, And yeah, and just don't be afraid to ask questions. I think like what you said is so important. Like sometimes there's a little bit of like, like shame associated with not being aware, but like you're, you should not be ashamed because like, yeah, even us, like we're we're on the grounds working in civic engagement, and there are even some things that a lot of things that we're still learning and we we you know. So I feel like it's all about gaining that experience. And the more you ask questions, the more you learn, the more you become an educated voter. Um and just like you are setting up lifelong skills to be civically engaged. So it's it's really important.
2: I don't think I have any adding thoughts. You guys wrapped it up perfectly. And yeah, don't be afraid to ask for resources to reach out to ask questions to learn more that's all part of the process that's what makes this all so exciting is to be able to learn more about how to engage in our communities and in democracy so you know go for it Um, and yeah we have plenty of amazing resources for students that are looking to get more involved with us in general yes follow our social media and um, in the next coming months we'll have more announcements for badgers vote and how you can get more involved as a student there. Exciting things coming there.
3: Yeah, there's one other. Sorry, I, I'm sorry to interject, but there's one thing I wanted to say earlier that I that I uh, didn't quite get the chance to say. Um, moving forward, um, I think that this election has not only set a lot of precedents in terms of voter turnout, um, but also in the nature of our elections, especially surrounding the Supreme Court. So obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but the Supreme Court has, uh, the Wisconsin Supreme Court has 10-year terms. Um, so I don't think we're anticipating another Supreme Court election um, super, super soon. Um, but it is, like Almond Joe was saying, um, set... A lot of precedent in terms of not just um, finance, you know, it was a very, very heavily financed um, race Um, and it got national attention, national importance and also just the nature of how people kind of perceive the Supreme Court and the role of the Supreme Court was really interesting. you know, the Supreme Court ultimately, it has quite a few roles, but especially when it comes to determining determining the constitutionality of laws. Um, and that's where we get like the abortion conversation is we're anticipating that the, the current um, abortion law in the state of Wisconsin will be brought to the Supreme Court. And it's important to note that that's how it would be theoretically brought up by the court. Um, I think in the future, moving forward, I wanna to continue to educate students on the role of Supreme Court, because I think there's a little bit, con- there has been a little bit of confusion um, on how the Supreme Court functions versus like the legislature. Um, so if you're, if you're interested in learning more about that, um, that is something I'd like to continue to educate voters on in the future.
0: Absolutely. Do you guys have anything else you feel like we didn't cover and you want to
2: chat about quick? Yeah, I want to actually shout out Lane because she can't really shout out herself right now. <laughs> so I'm going to take a second to talk about something that she did that I think was super important to our outreach. Um, we had a video series on Badger's oh, Vote yes. throughout this semester. I think it was, was it five or six videos? Oh my gosh. Um, it- it ended up being six, I think, total. Okay, I think it was six total. That's what I remember it being too, but I wanted to double check with the star herself. But like, <laughs> they us not go that inc- far. I'm, I'm j- it, It's incredible. They're really good videos. Thousands of students watched them. They had lots of views. Um, and... I think in particular, they were just really helpful resources. So what she did was um, we worked together on script and then she interviewed um, Professor Barry Burden about the Wisconsin Supreme Court and the mayor and alderperson, person. And then she interviewed um, ASM's S- uh, Student Elections Commission about their election. And then she also interviewed Chipko Vote about um, diversity and civic engagement. And she made um, videos for them that are all really amazing and were super good resources, not only for like this election, but I think in general for things about voting and things about what these seats look like and also what civic engagement work should look like and i think that she did a really good job so i wanted to quickly shout out her for that too
3: yes i appreciate that huge shout out to lane um and i love that she also incorporated one of those videos about the asm um asm uh and we've clearly seen in this election that students have the capacity and the desire to turn out to vote so in the future i'd also hope to see more students get involved in asm elections um although um the the, our actual like normal elections are super 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 important um i think it's it it, it's definitely a goal of ours in the future to support um our asm elections as they have a critical role in um determining you know what happening what happens on campus and you know all kinds of stuff with funding and just like everything so um yeah that's another big thing that i would like us to continue to promote in the future yeah.
0: And I think ASM, I mean, everything we've talked about today is a testament to how much power students have and how much power young voices have. And I th- like, for example, ASM is given power by the state legislature to lobby in, in the state, in the government. And I think, you know, that's an example of how students' voices are being considered. But also with voting, I always tell people voting is not written in the constitution. Not everybody has the right to vote. And it, it and I, it's a privilege, and I really encourage people to take advantage of it because it can have such huge impacts. Um, and really, it, it takes you 10 minutes. It takes you probably not even that. And the amount of impact that it can have in your life is just unspeakable. Thanks for joining us, Amonjot, Kaylee, and Sarah. If you want to find out more about Badger's Vote, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook with the handle at Badger's Vote, Otherwise, you can find our webpage on the Mortgage Center's website at mortgage.wisk.edu. If you're looking for voting information, you can visit vote.whisk.edu. Stay connected to all things Mortgage Center at Mortgage Center on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you all for tuning into Gridge Fridge. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we hope to see you again.